Good morning, everybody, or I guess good afternoon, depending on where you are in the world when you're watching this. Today, I am here with members of Thor. I'm not going to tell you what that is right now, but a high level investing for people that are trying to be smarter with their money. Now, this could be real estate agents. This could be real estate agent clients. I think this is going to be an incredible conversation, and I'd like to go around the room and introduce each of us, and then we'll talk a little bit about Thor as a company itself. Why don't we start with you, Errol? Hi, my name is Errol Roy. I am a an accountant, a tax accountant, and I am a, a real estate agent here in Denver Metro, as well as a loan officer uh, here in Denver Metro. I love it. Hey, I am Kata Cook, and I am sales and marketing and in charge of podcasts for Thor. Well, look at that. We're on a podcast. Diana, yeah. let's get it. Hi. I'm Diana Book, and I am a mortgage broker, but then, um, and I've been doing that for a long time, and then also am uh, one of the co-founders with Errol of Thor. I love it. So uh, we have a lot to talk about today. I think the first question I want to ask is, I don't want to ask how you see the, the industry going, but what I want to ask is how important do you think it is for people to be able to be prepared for how the market is going? That's an open-ended question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think being prepared is huge. I also don't think to let the market scare you right now because okay. it is, especially here in Colorado, like yeah. before interest rates are high. We all know that it's on the news every day, right? Like we, we know that's where the market is. There's not a lot of inventory. Also with that being said, you can get in a house without paying extra. So oh, yeah. that's the big thing is people are scared of the market and they don't want to get in right now. But I actually, I'm working on a flip right now. Like I'm not letting this market scare me. I'm still out there doing it. Because I didn't have to pay extra. I could get the house at a better deal than I was when the interest rates were low. And that's the big thing I want people to understand is you the rates are going to go back down. They're never going to go where we were. Um, at least I don't think so anyway. But is you can get in a house at a, at a reasonable price. And then, yes, you might pay a little bit more in interest in the next few months, maybe maybe a couple years at max, but they're going to come down and you refinance and you've got a good deal and the lower rate. So you'll have the best of both worlds at that point. That's, I think that's what I do on the market. I think a lot of realtors are feeling that as well, which is why I think this is such a unique platform. Can you tell me a little bit about like maybe what Thor is, but also like how it got started? Sure. So Thor stand it's a, a acronym for the House of REI, um, and how it got started is I started noticing all these classes pop up on my Facebook page of hey get into real estate investing take my class for this small fee or we'll do it free, and so I just took a couple to see what they'd say because I'd already been investing for years and same with Errol and I was like what are they what are they telling people so i get in and then at the end they're like hey pay me $19,000 and i'll show you more yes. yeah like wait a second if somebody has $19,000 they should be putting that into a real estate transaction versus paying this person for more information so i called Errol up and i was like hey Errol this is what i just took this class this is what they're saying there has to be a way to get this information to people at a cheaper cost that they can still afford to invest in real estate 
Oh, I cut out there. Um, for them to be able to get this information at a cheaper cost and still be able to afford to invest in, in um, real estate. So that's where Errol and I sat down and put this together. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, okay. Errol, what do you, can you tell us a little bit more? How'd you get started in this? Yeah. So like Diana said, both uh, she and I have been uh, investing in real estate for quite some time. And uh, I started as a mortgage broker back in 05. So I've seen the market. So kind of answering two questions at the same time, like, what do you see the market? So I've seen real estate market or the mortgage market since 2005 before the big crash that happened. And, you know, the, the normal interest rates were like six, seven percent back then. So now we look at the six, seven percent and we're, we're so scared. But, you know, I hear somebody, uh, there's, a, there's a common phrase that goes around what Diana was saying is marry the house, date the rate, right? If you like the house and you can buy it at a, lock it at a decent price, that is more important than the interest rate. I even buy properties at hard money rates of 15%. I don't care about the interest rates because those are temporary, right? You're going to have to explain that to people. Not everybody knows what that means, hard money, and then why you're buying it at 15% interest rates. Right, right. No, good question. So hard money is not your traditional mortgage. It is gone through um, where they don't, they hardly check your credit or they don't look at your income. They don't look at how much savings you have. All they do is look at the deal. If, if you're buying it below market and there is enough equity, God, uh, God forbid, if you don't pay up on it, they can take over and sell it and make a profit off of it. So it's basically private lenders who are not uh, governed by the conventional loans or the FHA loans or the VA loans, those kind of things. So they're called non-QM, non-qualified mortgages. Is this something that your uh, teaches, coaches, or works with? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So one of our biggest things that we, we encourage people is you can start investing in real estate with almost, you know, no credit, no income, and no savings. And it seems far-fetched, right? Absolutely. But there are resources available in the United States that most people don't even know about. For example, the first-time uh, homebuyer program. Yeah. I've helped people, and not just like in the past, Diana and I helped somebody uh, just a few months ago and actually working on somebody as we speak presently. They're probably going to buy a house for $1,800 all out of their pocket. That's the max they'll pay which is in some cases, uh, in, especially in Colorado, as the prices are much higher for real estate and rentals, you know, 1800 is not even security deposit for most rentals nowadays. And they'll buy a house for $1,800, right? So the, how do you get it? Because there's government uh, loan programs, down payment assistance, government grants, they cover the down payment. Then you can do creative seller financing, or it's not seller financing, seller credits, to cover the closing cost or majority of it. So, you know, those are ways to get around. Now, the point I'm trying to make with, with this is that resources, right? When we talk about resources that are out there, we're trying to educate people that you don't necessarily need to have a lot of money or great credit to get started in real estate investing. That was just one small piece of that. The second is there are other real estate investing strategies where you can use other people's money but it requires your time and effort to find the right deal. You can negotiate with the seller. Then you 
sell it for an assignment fee to another, let's say, a, a flipper, like who wants to fix and flip their house, right? Or somebody who wants to fix it up and hold it for rentals. Maybe I'm getting into too much details here, but what for really is, is teaching how to get started in real estate investing for those who have no experience, no knowledge, we will teach them from day one or step one what to do, as well as people that are veterans in real estate investing, how to maximize their real estate portfolio. So one of the things that I always say, everyone's income and savings is limited. No matter we're talking about Bill Gates, we're talking about Donald Trump, we're talking about Elon Musk, everyone's cash is limited. So how do you make the most use of your money and maximize your real estate portfolio with that? I love it. Uh, Kata, Diana, do you, um, do you do anything with multifamily? Do you try to stick to residential? Can you give me a little more on that? I do mostly residential. I haven't done any multifamily. Um, I know a lot of people that have. So, you know, if somebody's looking for that information, I can get it. But like, for example, I, I said, I'm still in the market. I'm doing a flip right now. And I have a hard money loan that required 15% down, but they're covering also 100% of my rehab cost. So, and then my down payment, my 15%, I had a, a friend as a private money lender give me my down payment. And at the end of the project, I'm paying her the interest. And why would she rather do that with me? Because I'm going to pay her 15% interest each month at the end of the project, right? Versus her putting that in a bank account and only earning four to 5%. So, I mean, I'm flipping this house right now and it's zero money out of my own pocket. And those are the strategies we want to be able to teach people. And I, and I think you were talking, you also had mentioned your affinity for working with wholesalers, not just your buyers, your sellers, your realtors. Mm -hmm. Can you explain how that relationship works a little bit? So, you know, wholesaling is like if somebody's going in foreclosure or there's a distressed property, somebody will go to that property, say, hey, look, I want to buy your house for cash. They get it under contract. All they're doing is selling the rights of that contract to purchase the property. So they're making the contract assignable and then selling that contract to another investor, what we refer to as an end buyer. Um, for this deal, technically, I was kind of the wholesaler because it never went through another party. Like I was in contact directly with the owner. It's a hoarder house. Very you can barely walk through it. Um, but so at that point though, when I had that contract, when I had that property under contract, I could have, instead of flipping it myself, I could have just sold the rights to that contract and made $10,000, you know, by selling it to another investor. So it's completely, everything is in that world. Everything is off market. Well, and to kind of backpack off of what Diana is saying is that, there are so many different ways that people don't even know about that you can do real estate investing. There is the wholesaling side. There's the fix and flip. There's the Burr method. There's, you know, if you want to turn it into an Airbnb, buy and hold. But here's the thing. I think people go in and they get that analysis paralysis, the term that we all hate. We've heard a million times. It's awful. And it is. But the point of Thor is to help people reinvest in themselves as they go along. Okay, I want to start with wholesaling. Cool. We've got information for you. If you just want to go to the big boys and do multifamily, sure. We're going to have information on multifamily as well. 
But that's the whole point of it. You want to go to one place rather than spending months or even years under this analysis paralysis, and then you just don't get anything done. That's a horrible way of real estate. I mean, that's why real estate investing does get a bad name sometimes. It, it does, especially wholesaling, because the, the information just isn't concrete enough. It needs to be more concrete. That is what we're passionate about. So you're, you're saying that Thor is more of a system, a systematic approach for people to be able to get in, learn what they need to learn and start investing no matter where they are on their journey. Correct. Yeah. So I, and I thought about the terminology, I said, what really is Thor? I said, well, we're creating an ecosystem, an ecosystem where people can go and they can do whatever they want to do in real estate investing. Why would you go to six different websites trying to find what you think you need to know? when you can go to one place and find everything in one place, it's so much easier and it's so much more streamlined than anything I've seen out there. So it's, it's a really, really great way to get started. It doesn't matter if you're experienced, you can go there to find homes that you want to fix and flip. It's as simple as that. So there's going to be an area where wholesalers can post their homes that they have assignment contracts or and fix and flippers can simply go onto the platform and say, Ooh, I like that house. That's in my area. I'm going to fix and flip that house. You just went from going to all these different groups and going, I'm looking for a house and may the Lord bless your comment section because you will be there for many, many hours looking for that house. When you just spent five minutes on Thor looking for that same exact house. Bada boom, bada beam. Done. So yeah, just to build a little bit more what Kata and, and Dinah was saying earlier, is most of these master classes that they teach, what they do after that is they ask you for a mentorship program that they'll charge you $15,000, $20,000, $30,000. Now, one, you're either paying out of your savings that could have been used for reinvestment, or they'll have like a financing option of like, you know, use like a firm or something, right? Or put it on your credit cards. Now it's gonna mess up your credit. Now you have more debt or you lost your savings. Now the problem with this is it's a one year long program and they're gonna teach you everything about real estate investing, everything. And everything is not for everyone, right? Like like Kata said, it's an ecosystem. An ecosystem, one entity or a being doesn't do everything they rely upon each other. So for example, if I have no money, no credit, but I'm young and I've got the drive and the passion, I can go out and find those wholesale deals, knock at people's doors and find out who needs to sell their house. But somebody else who's got a full-time job, have a family, they don't have the time to knock at people's doors and they have the savings they could use to contact which we within our system will provide the wholesalers and say the property you found will pay you extra five to ten thousand for your hard work and now we're going to take over and we're going to fix it up and you know either rent it or sell it and so, not necessarily i just want to jump in not us take it over but somebody else in the group like we're not buying these properties. i mean we do some don't say like but not all of these properties, no. I was say, I've got a few off markets if you want to talk about that. <laughs> right, right. There you go. There you go. So, so yes. you're, you're a national 
firm, right? Like that's the plan is that you're building this nationally. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, that's correct. Which means you, who's your target client, your ideal client, if you were to. I would say people like, I want to teach people that know nothing about real estate investing or are scared of it to show everybody it's possible for anybody to get into this. So that would be my target audience is the people that, I mean, obviously the people that are doing it, I feel like can learn as well through our platform, but I really want to reach those people that are struggling paycheck to paycheck that just don't know these, these possibilities are out there. Yeah. Uh, Errol, I heard you mention earlier um, that there was a a gap. Uh, Currently there's a gap in the matrix. And can you talk about how Thor is filling that gap? I know you touched Great. on it a little bit, but just maybe. Yes. Yes. So, so the, the big gap we have in our community or society is financial illiteracy. So uh, just to give you a little bit more uh, background, I was an adjunct faculty at a few colleges here in Denver. I taught accounting, business, finance. And the, the issue that I saw never talked about their personal finances. It never talked about how to budget your, you know, uh, budget your monthly income and expenses. They don't even know what their goals should be financially a year from now. As a tax accountant, they bring up all this stuff and be like, what? I made that much income? I mean, that's something that it's your report card. You should know what you did throughout the year, right? So there is a, a big financial illiteracy in our educational system, traditional educational system. And one thing that we've seen over and over, the wealthy people just give this information to their kids because they're around it and they just learn whether they went to college or not, or these Ivy League colleges, but they just learn it from experience handed down from the one generation to the other. But us as middle income people, we're never taught any of this. We're all self-taught here. And now we want to, we've gone through the struggle, but we want to make this education knowledge as easily available to any and everyone in the country. So walk me through the process a little bit. Say um, John Smith or Jane Smith is interested in getting started. They don't know anything. They're just watching this video and they're like, oh, that sounds like me. What do they need to do? That's okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the the first thing is we're going to have a master class that will break down the basics. So that's going to be called the pathway to financial freedom. So I'd say the first place is to take that. Um, it'd be a five day. It'd be about an hour each day, but it's, it's only going to be $15 and it it's not going to be You'll learn the basics. You'll learn all the different strat, not all of them, but you'll learn a good few different strategies to use. And then from there, we'll we'll have on our website, we'll have different courses where like if you go through this and you say, okay, wholesaling's for me, well, then go take a few more wholesaling classes. But I'm going to tell everybody out there, the best way to learn is, is to go out there and do it, right? So with anything, you got to get your feet in there because there's going to be different things that happen that you're only going to learn out in the field, but you want to get enough information so you're comfortable when you're out there. So take the masterclass and then take a few other additional courses, excuse me, in the the topic that you want to learn more. 
And then also on the message board, ask questions. We'll have a forums on the, on the website as well. Ask if questions. We'll be on there to answer them. That would be where I would say to start. So. Yes. And, you know, just, just to expand a little bit more on, you know, how we talked about people ask, these other classes ask for mentorship for $15,000, $30,000. We're not going to ask for that. But yeah. we will have additional classes on each topic that's, that goes in much dive deep into it and we'll teach you step by step okay day one this is what you got to do day two this is what you got to do right so people will still pay for additional classes on our platform however they don't have to pay the 15 20 grand all at once it might be 500 dollars, another thousand dollars let's call it two thousand dollars but the goal is you put in the two thousand dollars invest you learn you go practice once you start practicing, you make money from it. And then you say, I'm ready for another strategy. Let me reinvest in myself and, and learn about the Burr method or the fix and flip. I've always been intrigued by it. Let me just take to the next step. So then you learn that step and then you go back, make more money and, and then come back and learn something else. So I'm just circling back around uh, to summarize what Thor is. So not only is it an ecosystem, but it's also a marketplace, right? So people can go in, find a curriculum, something that they're interested in, and then follow that curriculum to become more advanced, you know, go from intermediate to advanced level in whatever that topic is. So if they want to learn, um, you know, the, the fix and flip, if they want to be solid with fix and flip, maybe a no money down fix and flip you would teach them, you would give them that course trajectory to be able to do that. How many courses would you think, or how much time do you think that would take? So, I know it's all uh, average. Yeah. Well, it depends. So we do have different teachers that are on the platform that have their courses or their classes. So it really does depend. And that's kind of the fun part about it is you can go onto this marketplace and say, okay, well, you know what? I'm just really starting out. I can only really spend $50 to kind of learn the basics. There might be somebody that's like, oh, wow, this guy actually has a one-on-one -on -one coaching. Okay, maybe I do want to reinvest a little bit more. But the point of it is, is that there are different levels. It's whatever you are able and willing to invest in yourself at that time. We all know, you know, reinvesting in yourself is one of the most important things that you can do. You know, if I had $20,000 to just spare, of course, I'm going to get a coach. Everyone wants a court, a coach. It's so much easier. But when you're down in the trenches and you're just getting started, you nobody has $20,000 to do that. I know I didn't, you know, so you can take that 50 or a hundred or $500 course, learn from it, make some money and reinvest in yourself. That's kind of the point to give people that confidence to be able to be successful. It also sounds like you not only have these courses and this curriculum set up and this system and the knowledge and the experience, but even a network. You have a network that goes along with it? Yes, that's correct. So if I was to summarize what Thor is, I think we've been talking about only one aspect of it. It actually has three parts. So the first is the knowledge, which we just talked about, the masterclass, Pathway to Financial Freedom, then all the other courses that help you get more educated. But then that's not enough, right? That's where people take all this information but never do anything. Then the second part is implementation. 
that is where you have, you know, we'll give you the resources as well. Like, okay, I've, I want to get into wholesale wholesaling, but I don't have a purchase contract. Like I'm not an attorney. I don't want to spend thousands of dollars on uh, getting that. I'm not a real estate agent. And it's not for real estate agents only. It is for general people like anyone with no real estate knowledge or experience. So we will give the tools to implement those things. And the third part is the network. So the network is, we're going to, when we talk about the marketplace, that's the third piece, which is the marketplace where we will bring the wholesalers, the buyers and sellers together for off-market properties. Now, that's another big gap in our society that we see. We do have the MLS, which is multiple listing systems in different uh, metro areas, different states for all the properties that are advertised. But there's not one place for wholesalers or buyers or sellers who want to sell themselves in one place. So that's going to be a marketplace for nationwide. Then we're going to have a marketplace for private money lenders. Like, I don't know who all has money sitting and want to invest or, or lend it to projects like this. People are like, I don't know how to find these people. As well as the other way around, the buyers are like, I don't know who can lend me money. So we will have a, a marketplace for that as well, where you put up your scenario. This is a property I'm buying. This is what the, the, the stats look like, the numbers look like. And if I'm interested, I would say I would lend on that at 15% or 12% or 14% interest rate. And you know, just bring them, connect them together. So we're building that network of people. So it's a three thing, three part uh, platform that we have built. I love that. So, so real world or a real I have an off market property, uh, two off market properties. I want to drop them in your network and then have everybody that's there kind of decide, is that deal worth it? Which you would be able to educate them on it would help me. It would help my my um, seller. It would kind of help everybody. It would help everybody across the nation to be able to decide if this is a, a good fit for them, right? Exactly, exactly. And and you don't have to be a real estate agent, but because you know, as a real estate agent, you you have the MLS to advertise on, right? But as a layman, you don't have these this resources available. Well, let me, let me show why it's interesting as a real estate agent. So I have these off-market properties specifically because for whatever reason, some clients don't necessarily want to be ready to go on the market. They don't necessarily want to start, you know, uh, moving their boxes out or, or worrying about all these showings happening for people that might not even be qualified right now. Like they just, they're not really ready. However, if you, if you give someone an offer, not that they can't refuse, but if you give somebody an offer on a home, it's almost like a couple of years ago, Zillow did something called make me move, right? It's almost like that. It's like, hey, I've got this house. I'm not planning to move. However, if I could get approximately this much for the home, then this could work out for me. And if you give me time to move out, then I'm willing to sell it to you. So it's almost like a, an in-between uh, you know, like an, uh, on the way to selling before they list it on the public market. Now, we know historically, generally, they get more money on the public market. 
But sometimes it's not about the money. Sometimes it's about the convenience or the time to get it done. Sometimes they just, you know, they're just hanging out. And uh, if someone comes along with an offer, they're like, why not? Maybe they have a camper and they'll just hop and, you know, throw the family in the camper and travel the United States for a little while until interest rates come down. Who knows? Who knows? Right. But there are, I, I know, a, I have a lot of off-market properties, which is kind of rare. So I, I see the potential here. Right. And to your point, I've actually had a circumstance where there was an on-market uh, property listed and it was probate. And then it was taking two, three months. And then the buyers were like, we can't wait for two, three months. We need to move into this house. We're going to back out of this deal and go find another property that I want to go in right away. But because it's an off-market property listed on our network or the marketplace, people will be like, I understand it's a three-month process. I understand what the terms are. So they're more flexible than your traditional buyers and sellers. They go on market. Well, and I would say the other thing that has helped you as a real estate agent, because you have so many investor clients, we've had, especially when the market was crazy busy, um, we had a first time home buyer we could not find a house for. So Errol just reached out to his investors and said, hey, look, let's do a 1031 exchange on your investment property. And then we just put that first time home buyer like he, the first time home buyer bought from the, one of Errol's investors. It never went on the market and he didn't have to pay the crazy amount over. And the it was a deal for the investor because it was less real estate agent. He only paid one side versus paying the two mm. sides. Right of the real estate commission. So having that network underneath you of investors is huge as a realtor, I think as well. No, it absolutely is. And that's, that's actually one way I've been able to build my, some of my relationships is having, having investor opportunities is huge, right? Because if I have a client that has a house and they need to move it, I've been in situations where I say, Hey, I toss it to an investor group of investors and then they snap it up might not be exactly what the seller wanted, but it's what they needed to, right. to move on with their life, right? That's to get the next, uh, the next stage of their life moving forward. So uh, I think we've covered a lot of stuff. I have a question. I don't know if this is a loaded question. If I wanted to just post my, some of my off-market listings on your marketplace, could I do that? 100%. So to, to post them is 100% free. Like, you don't, you just have well, to be, you okay. have to join. You have to join and say, you know, so, but it's a free membership and then you can post any listings you have. Now to see the listings, you do have to subscribe to the website. I'm going to post anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, in your podcast too, Ian, of course. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and again, this is what I love having conversations like this because you all, you often hear, you don't know what you don't know. And like Errol and all of you have said, is the cost for this information is ridiculously high for the people that don't know that they can find the information from legitimate people, legitimate sources. And so I really like that this is one national platform two something other than just Facebook groups or Facebook marketplace, because I'm probably in 200 Facebook groups. Exactly. I, I kid you not. And discord groups and uh, Slack channels. And it's like, Oh my gosh. I, and it's because they're all so locale dependent. Mm -hmm. 
that it just doesn't really make a lot of sense for um, one large Facebook group. If you're in one large Facebook group, you get just all these notifications and people start spamming. It's a pain in the butt. So I like that this is more of a controlled environment that is not on a social media platform that still gives you reach to investors, wholesalers, realtors, lenders, uh, et cetera. This and is the thing, time is money, right? Time is money. And to sit there and spend <laughs> hours a day to find one property, to weed through all those different messages, to find what you're looking for, to me, it is wasted is wasted money because I used my time for it. So if I can go somewhere and just put them in my search criteria in a search and it says, okay, this is what's available. That, that to me is earning money, you know? That's hot. Yeah. And in addition, you know, it's just the resources part. So me being a real estate agent, a mortgage broker, a tax accountant, investor for last, you know, 18 to 20 years, I do not know other markets. And my wife and I want to buy a short-term rental in uh, Fort Lauderdale. I mean, Austin. Yeah, there you go. Well, Austin is the hottest market right now. But yes, so we wanted to buy one in a Fort Lauderdale. But you know, the problem is you go through those regular channels of real estate agents and whatnot, but you don't get the best deal out there because it's on the market. So I was able to reach this one investor who was unloading six of his properties in Fort Lauderdale because he was buying uh, another hotel in New York. He's a uh, he, he owns few hotels. So he wanted to unload those properties and buy there. So I was able to negotiate an off-market price property because I was able to connect with him in another state and was, was able to identify that. But had I not had this uh, network of real estate investors connection, I wouldn't have been able to, but this is me with my 20 years of networking that I was able to find this, right? We want to bring this network or this marketplace to somebody who is day one investor and starting new and they have this on their fingertips today. Well, and yeah, and I think backpacking off of that would be, you know, we have the podcast section as well. So, like for example, Ian can have his podcast on here. Any anyone can have their podcast. That's information that's out there again, rather than going to all these different places. And it took me a year to really learn. Okay, what, where are these podcasts? Where are these websites that we can go to, you know, there's going to be, that's what I meant by ecosystem. It's literally a plethora of information that is just readily available. And I, I've seen nothing like it. I don't think anyone else has seen anything like it. And, you know, even realtors, realtors always have homes, or I'm sure if you can speak on it, Ian, that aren't MLS worthy. And what do you do with it? You put it on your 200 Facebook groups. <laughs> Why, why do that? Why are you wasting your time? Why not make it easier for yourself so you can move on to the next one? Well, the, the problem with the Facebook groups is they all have different rules, mm. right? So if I do go and post it on one Facebook group and I say share to all the other groups, I get banned from 10 of them. Yep. Mm. Right. That's number one. And then two, people see that and they're like, I'm sick of this. This is spam because the criteria to post is so variable, right? So you have one person that's like, I have a three bed, two bath, ready to go for this price. It's like, well, that's not enough information. But then you have somebody else who puts like a full listing, beautiful photos, all this stuff. And uh, 
it's way overpriced or it, and it's not actually a deal. It's just a regular MLS listing. It's like, you got to figure out like what, what is worth the time for people to be able to look at. And so I think if you have a group of educated people that are posting in an ecosystem, my thought is that they're going to be tore up pretty bad. Like that's not, that's not good. Or you know what would make this better? What would make this listing better is if you did X, Y, and Z. That's the kind of feedback that people need, especially agents that are, I call them COVID babies, right? They, they just started in the last two years and don't know what the market was like before it was, you know, you could turn around and there were 10 houses for sale and 20 buyers at your doorsteps, right? So this is, this is really good. I think really powerful. It's good. So uh, if I were to ask one last question, um, I would say, what is the one thing that you want people to know? And I know we've asked, we've gone through this a lot, but what is the one thing that you think that people need to know that they don't normally ask? I think that's really important. What is something that they need to know, but people don't know to ask about or to learn about? Do you have anything like that? I think resources is one of the big ones, right? Uh, me being an immigrant to the U.S., I want to, everything was new to me. So I generally had to ask questions. I had to do research. So the more I did research, the more resources I came, came across. So I think people who are born in the U.S. are living a life of, so to speak, comfort that they don't research as much and they are not available to uh, they're not available to to find these resources, which we're going to bring the, bring it all together for them. So I guess I always ask, this is my situation. Is there a down payment assistance program? This is my situation. My credit is not that good. Can I have something that is going to fit my needs? Or I don't have income, but I want to invest in real estate. Is there a loan program that will just look at the property and the rental income that comes in and will lend on that? So the point is, you don't need to have your perfect credit score. You don't need to have a savings. You don't need to have income to make the stars and the moons align for you to buy, get into real estate investing. There are resources out there. So ask questions, what resources are available for you in all markets throughout the country? I love that. Sorry, I'm getting a little bit of a tangle. Um, I think, like you said, we have this gap. We have the access to resources, but a lot of people don't know. And what I what I often hear people say is, I just want a down payment assistance program, but they don't actually know what that means when they're asking for it. I just need help with down payment. And it's like, okay, well, what kind of help? What's your situation? And I'm not, so I am, I think, let's see, an investor, realtor, uh, not a tax attorney or tax accountant, <laughs> but uh, working on my mortgage license, just kind of a side note. But I'm saying that because I want to be able to understand a lot of these things for people, but that's not my job. My job is to help them find a, a place for their family or a deal that will improve their family's situation or their, their living situation through real estate, right? Like That's my job. Mm -hmm. And just the knowledge of the other things is a bonus. And so um, yeah, when someone comes to me and says, Hey, what's, uh, what are the down payment programs? It's like, well, 
you you should probably learn more about what you're asking before you just say, what are they? But I, I get it because you don't know what to ask. Right. Right. And so people think that they're just going to, that everybody can come in and get something for nothing. No, there's, I mean, they're definitely, especially like Colorado's, right? The, the bit, Chaffa is the big one here. So uh, say that again, Chapa. What's what's Chapa. that stand for? Yeah, so it's Colorado Housing Finance Authority, mm-hmm. um, and they have a silent second and a grant. But okay. you, no matter which one you take, you're going to pay a higher interest rate than if you were just to go get a FHA mortgage. So yeah. you're not getting the money for free, but it is a good way to get your foot in the door if there's no other way for you to get a down payment, right? So that's yeah. why I tell people, if you don't have a family member that's going to loan you money or you don't have savings, you don't have a 401k, you can take a loan from any of that. And that's your only way to get in a house. At least get in. We'll worry about when you get stuff built up, refinancing into when you have the equity and all that there, we can refinance you out of that into a FHA or conventional mortgage, right? And get that rate down. So it is and it's only for primary. That wouldn't be an investment scenario at all. It would only be a primary residence that you can use that. But they're they're out there. And I say use them if that's your only way you're going to get in. I think that's great. I, th- I think it's still, you know, the fact that there are some things out there, but it sounds like you offer a lot more. Yes. Especially when you're talking nationwide, hard money, and maybe even uh, some some other private lending private options. Private money is the huge one, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. All right. Very cool. I think I think we've done a really good job of explaining what Thor is, how people can use it. Uh, you've got a website. The website is, uh, it is, uh, for everybody who's listening, thehouseofrei.com is how you end up going to the Thor website. And then I'll link the class right now. What, what did you say the launch date was for the masterclass? The 13th of November, right, Errol? Yes. So it is a soft launch on uh, November 13th and then December, we're going to have the full launch, but yes. uh, And we encourage real estate agents and the real estate professionals to join the, the soft launch so they can see how it is and give us feedback as well. And we're open to all their suggestions so that we can make it more, uh, more user-friendly, more if there's technical issues or content-wise, if it needs to be catered to to uh, to another audience if need be. So yes, it, it, we invite all the real estate agents and the lenders to join us and help us to improve it on that soft launch. I love it. I just posted a link in the comments for everyone. Uh, it's it takes you to the Thor Pathway class that they're going to soft launch that they, that Errol and Kata and Diana had just talked about. So thank you everyone for watching. If you have any other questions, feel free to leave some more comments on uh, the YouTube page and we'll make sure that either myself or some of the members of Thor will get back to you. And uh, this, I think this was really good. Thank you everybody for watching and catch you on the next one.